Welcome to Morning Fog. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. Looks you know, beautiful by you today. Oh, it is. It's is beautiful. It is chilly. It is great. And, you know, I look forward several times a week to coming together to record another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. It is absolutely just a wonderful, wonderful way to kick off the day. So we hope our audience loves it as much as we do. So last time we spoke, we talked about energy blocks and we mentioned that they were called gales and we went through them just we touched upon them just a little bit. And so today we're going to dig a little bit deeper. Exactly. So we're going to hit the first of those energy blocks or gales. You know, we talk about frequently, you've heard us mention that we have somewhere between about 25 and 60,000 thoughts that run through our head. And that's on a daily basis. And well over 80% of those are negative. Well, sometimes there are our own thoughts, but sometimes it's actually in the form of what we call our gremlin. And what is the gremlin? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. And the gremlin is always telling us those things that disempower us. So what the gremlin really does is it thrives on fear. The gremlin wants you to believe that you shouldn't do things. The gremlin wants to hold you back. The gremlin wants to make you cautious. The gremlin might show up as things like doubt, worry, procrastination, I'm not good enough. And in reality, we allow ourselves to listen to this gremlin and it does prevent us from showing up as our best selves. And what happened historically is that someplace there was something that was a small T trauma. Something happened and we didn't like it. We sought to protect ourselves, but we sought to protect ourselves with the understanding and the insight of a small child. Maybe that happened when we were two, three, five, seven years old. And we didn't like it. So we sought to protect ourselves. And that gremlin may have been that other student. It may have been an aunt or an uncle or a parent, a teacher. And they got lodged in our, in our psyche. And we then look to protect ourselves from it. So the gremlin comes about because it's trying to protect us. And we're fearful of what could happen if we don't protect ourselves. The problem so is- a perfect that, example of what you're talking about would be yeah. a gremlin could be rejection. You might've been rejected as, as a kid in, you know, with, with your peers. A gremlin might be, tell you that you, you're not good at playing a certain sport because when you tried to play it when you were little, you weren't very good at it. So you gave up and you just said, well, I'm not good at that. And that's really your gremlin telling you that. You might not have been great at it, but your gremlin is the one that's going to make you feel so lousy about it that you're not going to try it again. Your gremlin might be stage fright. So you got up in front of the class to give your presentation and you froze. And now the gremlin tells you that you can't talk in front of people, that that's something that's not good for you. And it makes you feel anxious. The gremlin isn't just a, a thing. It's a feeling. It's, it tells you something like I'm not good enough, or I'm not good at that. But then there's a feeling usually connected to it. Like with anxiety, you know, why would you have stage fright? What would stage fright feel like? You'd be telling yourself, oh, I can't get up there. I'm going to flub all my words. I'm going to forget what I have to say. You know, I'm never going to be as good as the person who went before me. And 
then you start to get that feeling inside or maybe a flushed face, you know, somebody's face goes flushed or you get that pit in your stomach or you start to get a rush of, of anxiety. And that's your gremlin and the gremlin loves it because the gremlin doesn't want you to succeed. The gremlin doesn't want you to take a risk. No, the gremlin wants you to play it safe. And that's exactly it. If you're always playing it safe, you're always in your comfort zone. And as we talk about over and over again, all growth, all expansion, everything that you want in your life is just outside the comfort zone. And if you're going to play it safe, you're not going to step into discomfort or into the potential of failure. You don't take the risk and therefore you stay where you are and you languish. And so how do you change it? So how do you change it? You change it by firstly being aware, Mm -hmm. listening to your own, listening to your own thoughts. What are you really telling yourself throughout the day? And we tell our clients all the time, write it down, write down the negative things you're telling yourself because they probably repeat themselves often. And then what you can do is start to approach yourself with a little bit of love because this is built up over years of time where you've been telling yourself these things. Again, as Mark said, probably started by being told that from someone else, but then you kept it, you let it stick on your body and you've been carrying it around. When Mark and I were in our coaching class, I don't know if you remember this, Mark, but we had to do an exercise. This was years ago. We had to do an exercise. We had to write down something that we tell ourselves and we had to put it on a, like a, remember we put on, it was like a block or something. And then we had to put it above our heads mm-hmm. and it was a word and and people would, it was amazing to me. People would write on these things. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to succeed. I always fail. I mean, just unbelievable, unbelievable things. I'm not worthy. I'm overweight whatever it was. And at the end, we were able to sort of crush through the block to sort of crush through the gremlin. So, but that was how we were taught to have that awareness. So start with catching yourself. What are you telling yourself? Then approach yourself with some love Mm -hmm. and some understanding of where it's coming from. And the more you do that, the more you're going to realize that those things aren't really true. You know, what is, what is fact and what is your story? And talk about that all the time. Oh, exactly. And the, the fact is, is that we also, people say, well, how, how do we, how do we destroy the gremlin? Well, there's no way to really destroy the gremlin, but what there is, is there's a way to recruit the gremlin. How do you recruit that gremlin to be your cheerleader instead of your detractor? And that's where coaching really helps because when you can start to change the mindset recruit your gremlin to be your greatest supporter, your greatest cheerleader, and to help you, then you have everything you need to really start to unleash all of your greatness. So that's a wrap for today. Hopefully you guys got some good insight on the gremlin and you'll all start thinking about what's holding you back and how you can make a change. Until next time, have a great day, Liz. Bye, Mark.